Welcome to the Inspiring Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Domisha Campbell, and here we have authentic conversations about womanhood to inspire you to align with your God-given identity and show up as your best self. So on today's podcast episode, I really wanted to tackle self-hatred. I know so many times we talk about self-love and self-care and all of those glitzy, glitzy and glammy things, but um, I think it's time that we talk about self-hatred because I think that's the root cause of why we don't feel that we're worthy of self-care or self-love or even worthy of like speaking to ourselves in a manner that isn't harsh or isn't... Um, It doesn't align with who we envision ourselves being and, you know, how we want to show up in the world. So let's talk about that today. And y'all, when I think about self-hatred, I I think about the song called Cricket Smile by J. Cole. I remember growing up, I love that song because um, for those of you who don't know, I did have braces. But before the braces, the thousands of dollars and this beautiful smile, of course, I had crooked teeth. And um, I would say one side of my face was more um, noticeable than the other. And I did have some insecurities around that. So when he released this song, I just feel like it was a firming song for me, like cricket smile, we could style on him. You know, I remember singing it and telling my friend that and she kind of like giggled and like laughed at me, not saying she did it in a malicious way. But um, I remember that and I was kind of hurt because I'm like, is she making fun of me and my cricket smile but you know she wasn't uh she was just laughing innocently but it was something that I was insecure about you know I wouldn't say that I I hated myself and every every chance I got I would close my mouth but I was definitely conscious of it like I remember having a so-called you know good side you know what I mean? Like, oh, this is my good side because girl. And ironically enough, I also all of the girls in my friend group, they didn't have cricket teeth. So that was like another thing. Like, I'm just the only one here with these cricket teeth in my mouth. And, you know, everybody else got my bestie at the time. She had um, she had she has, excuse me, like gorgeous. teeth, like the most immaculate natural smile that I've ever seen. Um, no braces, no anything. So that's what I was around too. So maybe that, you know, society all contributed to me being a little bit insecure about my teeth. So yeah, yeah, I know sometimes I like to incorporate music. I love music. So yeah, I guess that's gonna be the song for today. If you can go and listen to Cricket Smile, we could it's called Cricket Smile by J. Cole. Listen to that. And one of the things that I love, love, love that he said in that song is love yourself girl and nobody will um and then he follows it with like if you're a woman I don't know how you did with all the pressure to go out and it's so it's so much in that song y'all and I love songs that's gonna speak to y'all soul you know it spoke to my soul so I know it's gonna speak to yours and even if you don't listen to it well I I don't know I might drop some more lyrics (laughs) in the podcast for you because it's just a really good song so yeah you know I really like that love yourself girl or nobody will that's so so true I do just want to mention because I do mention that I had insecurities around my teeth but I never let that stop me from laughing when I laugh I didn't cover my mouth I didn't um I don't smile as much as I do now I will say that but it wasn't something that like I it led me with 
but I wouldn't say that I hated myself because because of it because self-hatred is actually an intense dislike of oneself right and self-hatred can be different from low self-esteem I think that's that's probably what I was dealing with was low self-esteem and low self-esteem is a lack of confidence of oneself you know you usually feel you know unlovable awkward and competent you can be hypersensitive you know and and you know hypersensitivity can lead to being easily affected or wounded by what others think like what I just mentioned about my my friend laughing which I think she laughed innocently when I was telling her about that song but because I already had um I was already sensitive about my teeth being crooked. It did hurt me a little bit. You know what I mean? So this is why I want to talk about this today, because what you if you have low self-esteem, if you're dealing with hatred is going to determine not only how you show up in the world, but also how you interact with others. You can be hypersensitive about a topic or a subject or a thing because it directly um, it directly shows up in your life and it's something that you don't like about yourself. So I want you to take a second and think think about some things in your life that or some things that you just don't like about yourself right now. What is it? Is it your attitude? Is it your weight? Is it? Um, your skin complexion? Is it um, your skin itself? Some people deal with like acne and, you know, rosea. I'm not sure how you say that. And I'm not laughing at the condition. I'm just laughing because I don't know how to say it. Um, You know, there's all types of things that we deal with in this life. So I just want you to dig deep. Some of the things that we don't like ourselves for we can't help it. So like if you don't like your skin complexion, for example, that's something that you were born with. I And if, if you listed things on your list that you didn't like about yourself and it was something that you were born with, I want you to get to the root cause of why. For example, when I was growing up, um, I struggled with embracing my hair texture and the reason being is is I will say it's not it wasn't even a societal thing. It was a family thing because I remember growing up and people I love would say things like, oh, my God, your hair was just so difficult. My hair is not like that. I got that good hair. My hair is soft. My da, da, da. And the agony that came with doing my hair. And I remember going to the Dominicans the first time I was actually in middle school when the first time I got my hair straightened. And I remember after she washed my hair, how shrunken my hair was. And I was so, so embarrassed, y'all. Like my hair went from being so long. And then when she put that water on it and stuff, it was so, so shrunken. I will never forget that day. And, you know, feeling so embarrassed. I had to get to the root cause of why. Why did I feel that way about my hair? It's because of that. It's because I told her, this hair is not desirable. This hair is not good. This hair is actually bad. And why do you have it? That was the the story that was embedded in me and that I began to tell myself about my the, the stuff that was growing out of my hair naturally that I couldn't help, which led to me getting a relaxer young. Now, the ironic thing about this is that um, some of this, one of the same family members that didn't 
that that said some of the things that I mentioned earlier about my hair actually didn't want me to get a relaxer. Um, but I went that route anyway, because I said, well, you don't want me to get a relaxer, but you're telling me that my hair is unmanageable and it's nappy and it's this and as everything associated with bad. I don't really care what you think at this point. This hair is good. So that's what I'm going to do. And I do regret that to this day. So that's why I'm telling you to self inflect if it's something that you can't change. Even if it happens to be a crooked smile and you can't, maybe you can't afford braces. Braces cost a pretty penny, honey. Let me tell you, I pre my braces out of pocket. Um, It costs a pretty penny. You know what I mean? Especially if you don't have good insurance or you're just doing it for a cosmetic person pur- purpose. What is the reason? For me, it was definitely societal. No one, and I mean no one in my family ever, and not even any of my friends, not even any of um a mate, like a, a guy that I dated said anything about my smile. Maybe they said something behind my back, but no one ever said anything to me and in front of my face for me to feel self self-conscious about that that's probably why it it it, it helped it probably aided in low self-esteem but it wasn't like a self-hate thing I consider my dislike for my natural hair that was probably a self-hatred thing because that's me that's self I mean teeth are a little bit different because my you know but still that's also how I was born I could not help that and and without the help of you know new technology I I couldn't change that we digging deep today y'all if this is a little bit you know tough for you I understand but follow me listen to me follow me to a place (laughs) where we'll both be free follow me if you don't know that song then you know look it up But yeah, you know, self-hatred can cost you so much. And that's really the reason why I'm doing this episode. You know, it can cost you relationships. It can cost you opportunities. It can cost you money. It could cost you time. You know, and one way that can cost you relationships is you can think, oh, well, I'm not good enough for this person because I don't have X, Y, and Z. I'm not smart enough. I didn't go to college when I was younger. I struggled in school and my mom told me I was stupid and whatever is going on in your life, it can cost you relationships. You know, you can think people, oh, they're going to abandon me because I'm not this, this and that way, or my friends don't really like me, my 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 boyfriend doesn't, my fiance, whatever, X, Y, and Z insert person, you could think people are going to abandon you. And as a result of feeling like, oh, well, people are going to abandon me anyway, it can cause you to run away from them. Ask me how I know. I definitely dealt with, you know, some abandonment issues and maybe I still do a little bit but that's for another episode but yeah you know it could cost you relationships even when you think about things that you you have you you know that you don't like about yourself or maybe that you're trying to work on now for me it wasn't more anything about appearance but it was some of the ways that I I acted or how I dealt with conflict that I I I um thought about that Right. I also said it can cost you opportunities. Why? Because you can pass or miss out because of how you feel about yourself, how you view yourself. Somebody could say, hey, um, Alicia, I think that you're a great speaker. I want you to come to this event and speak to a group of young women today. And you could say me. 
Yo, I don't even have a degree. I didn't even graduate college. What do you mean you want me to go and speak to these women? What do you mean? But they see something in you that you don't even see in yourself. Love yourself, girl, and nobody will. And I think to that point that it's good to have people around you that are ahead of you, maybe some people that are in the same circumstances and maybe that, you know, that you can help empower too, because sometimes you need other people to see things in yourself that you can't see in you and they can speak life to that. You think you're not a good speaker just because you don't have these credentials, but they're like, you're phenomenal. You think that you're not a talented artist because, you know, you didn't get as many gigs as the next person, but you're phenomenal in your own right. You know, sometimes we get so we get so caught up in these accolades and and, and these awards and being seen that we can't even see ourselves. That's how self-hatred and low self-esteem, that's what it can cost you, ladies. I want you to think about this. It can cost you money. You might think, well, I don't deserve this money. You know, I need to give it away. I don't deserve to have wealth for myself. You know, I grew up poor and we didn't have anything. So, you know, I want to just stay humble. But who says being humble equates to being broke? Or who says being humble equates to letting other people enjoy the fruits of your labor? Ask me how I know. Listen, we talking real today. You don't deserve the money that you're working for you don't deserve to live luxury or lavishly even though you put in that hard work and dedication I don't care what um you know the the rest of the people back home are saying they don't know the sleepless nights that you've been through they don't know how much you had to study for what you got and that's not to say you can't share your riches and your wealth and your prosperity with the ones you love absolutely but sometimes you have to realize that some people don't care and some people really are leeches and just looking for the next person that they can suck on to and and um when for them, some people can get the same things that you have, but they don't have the drive that you have. They don't have the will that you have. They don't have the skills that you have. Some of y'all are, are more talented than me in different ways. We all have different strengths and weaknesses, and we have to embrace that. We have to embody those. You know what I mean? Like, I even look at me and my husband, for example, like, we have so many strengths um, and weaknesses, but in different areas, you know what I mean? There's certain things that he can do eloquently in his sleep that I'm like struggling to do, or if I'm trying to force myself to operate in a certain energy, um, I'm getting, I'm, I'm out of balance. I'm feeling all, um, frustrated, you know, that's just one example of running relationship. He's so close to me. That is easy for me to use him as an example. Um, I also said that could cost you time. Time that you spent dwelling on what you don't have or what you wish you have. Oh, I wish I had a better body. I wish my boobs weren't saggy. I wish this. I wish that. So much time. Or just thinking about things that aren't true. Some people think they're beautiful people when they say, oh, I'm ugly. That's, it's not true. But I'm sure that if you're telling yourself that story that you're ugly, maybe is manifesting in certain uh, other ways in your life. Maybe you're not ugly fi- physically, like looking at your appearance. But how's your character? Is your character ugly? You know what I mean? It's we got to really, really get to the root cause of this. And the reason why I don't want to talk. I wanted to talk about this because it's a new year. 
And, you know, everybody is talking about the pretty stuff, but I wanted to also talk about these things because it's important to know these things because once you know these things, you could bring out the beauty within you. And I want y'all to know that I don't speak from a place of, oh, I got it all together. I don't have any insecurities. I battle with insecurities, um, but I'm able to check myself at this point in my life. For example, when I was pregnant, I went up a couple sizes in the breast area. And, um, you know, after pregnancy, they kind of went away. And that was leaving me a little sad recently. So I'm like, oh, my God. You know, I kind of wish that I could get a little bit fuller in that area. But then I said, hmm, I had to take a step back and say, well, well, what's making me feel like that? Why do I feel that way? And I had to really, really get to the root cause of it. And that's that's also not to say that just because you want to change something about yourself, it doesn't necessarily equate to an insecurity because there are certain things that you can do naturally to enhance certain things right like say if you do deal with um you know sagging breasts sometimes what you can do is exercising to tighten up the muscles behind the breast and you know sometimes there's not anything you can do because you know breast size is genetically and it's embracing that like okay I have a small bust size or I instantly stop breastfeeding and I didn't gradually do it so now I have drooping but if I was to have a child again if I knew better I'd do better um that was just an example because I didn't instantly stop breastfeeding it's just like my breasts went back to the size that they were pre-pregnancy and um when you get some big you know bigger bosoms it's just like well you know I kind of liked it those jugs better <laughs> Anyways, uh, that was my story. I'm, but yeah, those are the things that self-hatred or low self-esteem can cost you. Just to name a few relationships, opportunities, money, and time. You know, it could also lead to you not trusting yourself. Y'all remember in one episode I was singing that Drake Know Yourself video. I told y'all recently that's one of the things that I... I'm just um, so grateful for us to be able to trust and know myself again, because I felt like I was getting far, far away from who I really am at my core or what my values truly are at my core. Because you can never really get away from who you are at your core. You just kind of let it die and die and die. And then it's like, all right, it's still there. It's never going to go away. You just kind of suppress it. But, you know you know but yeah you can feel like you don't trust yourself if you don't have any confidence in your ability if you don't truly truly like yourself how are you going to be able to trust yourself to make decisions how can you say hmm I'm a I'm a trustworthy person I know what I stand for I know what I want I'm confident in these areas I'm confident in all areas of my life I can make a solid decision when you don't trust yourself what do you do you look for external validation you look for external guidance you look on social media feeds and say oh so this is what I'm supposed to be because this is what what beauty is This is what good hair looks like. This is what a nice body looks like. How much is it to go to DR and get that um, fat transfer? That's what it looks like. You could also feel like you don't have any control over your life. 
It all goes hand in hand. If you don't trust yourself to make any decisions, how are you going to feel like you have any willpower or control over your life? You kind of just feel like empty. Like, well, it makes no sense to me to try anyway, because if I try, I'm just going to fail. Or if I try, it didn't work out the last two times I tried to do it or I tried to do something new. I failed or I stopped doing it. Right. You don't have any no control. Things just happen to you. You just have bad luck. I don't want to hear that. You don't have no bad luck. You got to make some better choices. And this, the choices that I'm talking about is starting with the way that you talk to yourself. The thoughts that you have about yourself. Love yourself, girl, or nobody will. You have to make a conscious decision today to say, you know what? There may be some things that I want to change about myself. And yeah, I can do that. If I want to get more toned, I can, I can eat better. I can feed myself fruits and vegetables and high quality meats and stuff like that. I can do that. Or I can go to the gym or I can work out at home. If I want to improve my skin, maybe I can invest in some cosmetic treatments along with those other things, you know, to improve it. Maybe you can do other things to help you. But once you let that thing get into a place where it's self-hatred, it's deep because a lot of times if you try, if, if, if something deep, deep rooted in self-hatred and you don't get to the bottom of it, it's kind of like you can get those things done that I just mentioned or you can do those things that I'm mentioning um, holistic and natural ways, but they'll just be a Band-Aid. Like if I didn't get to the root of why I hated my natural hair, I, I could have said, oh, you know, well, I'm just going to instead of getting a relaxer, I'm not going to go natural. I just wear my hair straight all the time. I'm not getting to that root root issue. Now, if I decided to wear my hair straight all the time now in the season that I'm in, I know that would just because that's just a decision that I chose to make. It wouldn't be rooted in. Oh, I subconsciously, I don't like my hair and I think that it's bad and I think that it's nappy and I don't think that it's attractive. That's why I'm wearing it like that. It's like, no, I'm wearing my hair straight because that's what I want to do. Like I lock my hair now and I lock it and I wear it out and it's beautiful because that's how I think about my hair. And this is exactly what I want to do with my life and my hair. You feel where I'm coming from? Did y'all feel what I just said about that? Yeah, so when you're thinking about these things, I want you to think about what triggers your self-hatred. Is it somebody making a comment about you or something else? Is it somebody saying, oh, girl, well, you didn't look like you need to drink more water. Your skin is not. What is it? What triggers it? Is it internal? Is it what you think about yourself? Like I've told y'all, there's things that I struggle with just because that was me. And then there's other things that I struggle with because of what others have said. So what's triggering why you may have your, you know, low self-esteem or think about yourself in a certain way? You have to think about those things. Um, and if it's internal, you want to look at the story you're telling yourself. You may want to look at how you grew up. And you want to look about, you may want to look for things that people said, people that you loved, that you care deeply about, what did they say about you? And if you're having trouble with looking for external things, you say, look at, is it social media? Is it jealousy of other people in their lives? Is it something you watched? 
So this is why we have to be um, intentional and even conscious about the content we're consuming, what we're putting in our ear and eye gates, because slowly, if you keep seeing women who all look a certain way, you you may say, well, I need to look that way too. Even though those beauty standards or those things are unrealistic without cosmetic enhancements. Now, some things aren't and some people are really just blessed. And you also have to accept that, too. And what I mean by that is some people are gifted. You know, they have naturally slim bodies. You may have to work a little bit harder for that. They may have bigger breasts and that may be something that you never have. They may have bigger butts. That's just genetically what runs in their family. You may not be blessed with that. And that's okay. They may be taller. They may be shorter. You name it. And you just have to accept that, right? And that's why I put jealousy here. Because you could just be playing out jealousy because it's just something that you just don't have and you want it. But, you know, life doesn't always work that way. You know, and... This is really important to check because if you don't check it, this self-hatred, this low self-esteem, it could bottle up and then it could become a defense mechanism. And you develop a narrative that makes you feel like you're not worth loving or you have no value. And that's what you tell yourself in order to make sense of the world and also protect yourself from harm. So you see so many people who just, oh, the world's just a terrible place and people need this and, oh, these women ain't nothing and, oh, God, look at them. And that's the story they're telling themselves to protect them. Those are the people who guard it from life. They couldn't deal with the things that are really going on deep inside them. So that's how they decided to show up in the world. I don't want that for you. I want you to look deep into your heart deep into your mind deep into your soul I want you to sit with yourself take out your journal and write these things down and then defeat them if you need to I remember a mentor of mine what she had me do is write some things down on a piece of paper that I wanted to get rid of and we went by the water I love water for those of you who know I love water it's very common to me but that's not the story we went by the water and we burned it we just burned it up That's something that you can do. Or even if you just want to write them down so that you're aware of it, because sometimes we go through life and all the hustle and bustle. And then we're just not even aware of these things because we just been living that way for so long. Right. So the last thing I want you to do, you know, I talked about looking at your triggers and how it could become a defense mechanism and all of those things and how some people are just naturally gifted with certain things and other people aren't and that's okay so you can't let that jealousy rule you I want you to embrace your differences I want you to embrace what you were naturally given I want you to take a minute on that same or on a different page and write down the things that you are blessed with you know You have to embrace what unique value that you bring to this world, the things that you have that you love about yourself. I want you to learn to trust yourself. You know, instead of always asking for somebody else's opinion, check in with yourself. Listen, listen, listen quietly and say, what is my heart truly desiring? And this is not to say that it's not okay um, to ask for other people's opinions. Of course, I'm not saying that. Yeah. 
But if that's your default thing all the time, when you can't even like, oh, what do you think? What do you think? What do you, what do, or what does she think? What does he think? What does my auntie think? What does my uncle, what do you think about this? You got to learn to trust yourself. You have to learn to value your thoughts and what you can come up with. You know, I want you to accept where you are, but at the same time, be willing to grow. And I talked about that on another episode about, um, you know, learning just to embrace where you are in the process. This is a few episodes before this one. If you if you're interested in that one, if you didn't hear it, you have to be, you know, accept where you are, bask in that, but be willing to grow. You know, like saying, hey, like I'm not where I want to be. I don't know why I keep going back to weight in my weight because I guess that's a common New Year's resolution. Um you know, I'm not where I'm where I want to be with my healthy eating habits, but I'm willing to get there. I'm willing to make sure I eat vegetables every day or I have vegetables on my plate along with my uh, my sides and my meat. Be willing to invite that growth into your life. And also, everybody won't be pleased with you, baby. It's okay. Because ask me how I know. I was a serial people pleaser and it really developed within the last uh, three to four years in my life. Um, I just wanted to make sure that I was making everybody happy and showing up for them and doing this and doing that. But sometimes you just have to do stuff for you and everybody won't like that, especially if they're used to you always doing for them. Why would they like that? You have the audacity to stop doing things for me and try to do things for you. It may be uncomfortable for people to accept or embrace that first. But if these are people who truly love you and truly have your best interest, it'll just be some growing pains. It may just be a fallout and you have to come back together, but it won't be the end of the world. But I just wanted to let you know, like when you start loving yourself, when you start showing up how you're supposed to, Everybody won't be pleased with it, but it's okay. And let me tell you, I'm proud of you. If nobody else ain't proud of you, baby girl, I'm proud of you. So just remember that if they start acting funny, if they start, girl, who you think you are? You starting to love yourself. You know, you don't have low self-esteem with us no more. So you don't want to smoke and drink it away. Girl, who you think you are? I'm proud of you, though. I'm proud of you. I want to see you grow. Who you think you are, girl? Oh, you you vegan now? <laughs> you vegan? You trying to eat more fruits and vegetables? I could never do that. Let them never do it. Let them never do it. Straight like that. So if you got this far, I just want to thank you for supporting this podcast. And it would really help me out if you could share this episode with a family member or a friend who you know really needs this message because it blessed you. If you're all the way to the end, you know this message blessed you. So I want you to bless another sister with this message. If you don't have anybody to share this message, which what I would love for you to do is to take a screenshot of wherever you're listening to this episode at if it's Apple or Spotify just take a screenshot of your screen and post it to your Instagram or your Facebook story or on Twitter that way it can it can reach another person who needs to hear it again I just want to thank you for tuning in and supporting the podcast every other week peace